Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Pili Montilla, I am freaking out. I'm overwhelmed because me being such a tech nerd and a tech fan and instruments, DJ gear, microphones, my my head's exploding a little bit. Basically, this is insanity. It took us like an hour to find each other. Yeah. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the NAM show in Anaheim, California, and... What does NAM stand for? The National Association of Music Merchants. And it's basically the <laughs> biggest music conference slash convention in the U.S. We have musicians and brands from all over the world. Yeah. From sure to, bueno, all of them, all of them. Everything here. imaginable is here to showcase the newest, the freshest, the best equipment i mean even down to cables and connectors you know if you really want to get down to it to like totally everything is here but the most important thing about nam is that this is amigos y amigas la cuna (laughs) the birth the birth of pili raul en la musica right raul yeah because we were for years we would always run into each other at different conferences different showcases and say we're going to do something together. We're going to work on something together. And then we bump into each other at NAM. I this remember must have like been, vividly, and you yeah. know I don't have the best memory, but it was in a, in a pasillo, yeah. in a hallway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we saw each other, and I said to you, I pointed uh, my yeah. finger, my index, which is not a very funny thing to do, guys, <laughs> but this this worked. And I was like, I know what we're doing, Raul. Yeah. And you're like, what? I'm like, the podcast. And you're like, that makes total sense. Perfect sense because of all the artists that we've known over the years, that we've really had a rapport and established friendships. We really call them family now. And to be able to just call them up and say like, hey, can we do an interview and chat and like an extended interview to really get to know you the person and a a space that they don't normally get. Right, exactly. And it, it was all born here. It was born yeah. here five years ago at the NAMM show. So it's very special for us to be back in 2024, revisiting that moment where we encountered each other and the birth of this podcast. The most important thing is we're back here because obviously we didn't come during COVID because it wasn't happening for those couple of years. But we've been here for many years prior and being back again, we came like a couple years again, right? A couple yep, years yep, ago. Yep. And we were here. And then this year we're all like, you know what? Let's do kind of like a behind the scenes and kind of man on the street, kind of like see who we bump into. Now, I know we have some great friends that work for some amazing companies. So yeah. a little bit later on, we're going to try to get Nelson from Sure. Oh, my God. It'd be great to get Nelson from Sure, a brand that has supported us from the beginning as well. And I know for knowing Nelson as many times as I've seen him in New York during LAMC, whenever he would come to LA for NAM, that's when we would connect. 
he goes, hey, Raulito, I'm in town. Tío, ¿qué pasa? You know? <laughs> and so we would always... So I would end up taking him, like, to him and the sure team, like, to a cool party or a of cool course, spot. Of course, because you know the coolest spots in hey, LA. Hey, watch out now. Campos, so I think one year I took them to Clifton's. The, the, the cafeteria but it was a club going on another time I took him to a rave another time I took him to the Hollywood Bowl what, what, are, what are you take? well Hollywood Bowl you've taken me to but yeah. you haven't taken me to, to the other place alright I'm going to take you to a rave yes <laughs> let's rave well speaking about raving let's go out and do some musician on the street kind of yeah. interviews what are, you, what are you excited to see here I'm just excited to see the musicians. Like, you know, you, you can bump into anyone here. People have seen Elton John. People have seen Stevie Wonder just walking around. And I ran really into Bootsy Collins a little while ago. Ran into DJ Sneak, who's an idol of mine. Amazing DJ. You hear it in the background. You hear some good rock music yes. going on right now. It's an outdoor stage, and there are little kids performing up there. They got to be like what? Um, Six, that, seven, yeah, ten. I mean, he's probably like eight years old, and he is rocking. They it. are rocking up there, and that's the magic about Nam. Is like you never know who you're gonna bump into. It's open to anybody. You see amazing haircuts. Let me tell you, that's what stands out the most for me. It's like yeah. people's hairs here, like. You see the real rockers. And shout out to Karen Rocco, who uh, supplied us with, with the badges, yes. gave us the space to be able to come in here. And, you know, they were telling us that last year, I think they had something like 45,000. Wow. This year, they're expecting 60,000 people. And I really believe because it's come back so strong and in full force, just from looking around, it is very, very, very busy. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking they're going to pass that number quite easily. Ojalá. We yeah. hope so. So let's let's get out there. Let's do this, Raul. All right. As we continue to bring you Pili Raul en la Musica from the NAM Show 2024. Can you believe that? We're in 2024, people. All right. Let's do it. Okay, Pili. So, you know, I'm... Um, a big nerd when it comes to all the technical stuff. And our first guest is none other than Bob Clear Mountain, who has mixed and engineered and even remixed one of my favorites of all time by the Stones, the song Miss You. He actually did the extended remix. I mean, this is a guy who is definitely legendary. He has worked with the biggest of the biggest, the biggest names. And he's also a friend of yours. It's someone that you have talked about before on this podcast, someone that you highly respect. And it was so cool that he took the time to talk to us for like half an hour. We had to shorten it because this is a <laughs> NAM, you know, this is a NAM episode. But, but he really took the time to talk to us and tell us about his experience being an engineer, how he disliked being a producer and why he left oh, yeah. that that part of the business and just some really cool anecdotes. Oh yeah. You're going to want to stick around for this one because he tells us how he got his Neve mixing console, which is a funny story. So stick around as we kick off this edition of Pili Raul and la Musica all the way from NAM 2024 in Anaheim, California. So now we are in the presence of greatness. Mr. Bob Clear Mountain, of course, Apogee Electronics, but legendary engineer, mixer for a few bands, a few artists and like we, Rolling Stones or Bruce Springsteen or, right? or <laughs> Boston. I mean, the list goes on and on. And how you doing, Bob? 
I'm great. Really good. Good Bob, to see I, you. I've heard so many great things about you because Raul is a big fan of your work. So I, you've been mentioned a lot during this podcast. So it's an honor oh, for really? us to have. Oh, oh you nice. have. You have. I so it's an it's honor for things. us to have you. So thank you for your time. Well, how is Nam treating you? How's it treating Apogee? How's it going this year? Uh, go, it's going really well. I mean, I did, I did a little thing with my, my friend Chad Blake over at Mix with the Masters this morning. And that's always fun. We kind of do do this thing, the two of us. We've done it several times here at New York and AES show. And and uh, it's sort of a, he helps me with, with my um, insecurities. Because <laughs> just get up in front of a bunch of people and, does for and start talking. It's really <laughs> difficult. And he gets, you know. Talking about insecurities, I mean, you've had such an amazing career and you've worked with such an amazing band just a few that I will just mention do you still feel a little like insecure or imposter syndrome sometimes well in front of a group of people yeah I mean I'm not my, it's not my natural thing to you know I'm not a DJ like our friend right. Raul here but when you're producing <laughs> when you're behind well that's the thing that's why I don't produce anymore yeah I used to and I and it was hard for me to kind of try to get people to do do what I wanted them to do I'd rather They they do what they do and then give me the the tracks and then I'll I'll do what I do. Well, well, going into Apogee, going into the studios when we do KCRW performances, I always love walking into your room because there's always a story to be told. You're always in the middle of telling a story <laughs> and and a, a flashback, some kind of historical moment. I mean, I love the story of the Stones and the the Missy track without the sax. But like maybe here at Nam, is there like a cool story that kind of stands out to you over the years? Oh, jeez. Because this is your Nam number what? Oh, it's his no. first one. He's, ne he's never been here. Yeah, right. He's never <laughs> yeah. Been. No, been many, many times. <laughs> um, actually, what interests me more than this is what's across the street, Disneyland. Uh -huh. Oh, you're, you're a you big Disney, a Disney fan. fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's the favorite ride there? The new Star Wars thing is the best. It's really, really cool. The Rise of the Resistance yeah. is the fucking I've never been to Disneyland. Yeah. I gotta take her. I gotta, gotta take do, Well, do this Rise is, of the Resistance. It also like, started amazing. like, this is my Disneyland. Anything that has to do yeah. with music, <laughs> that's my Disneyland. Yeah. I have to ask you, what does Apogee actually mean? Well, a, the word Apogee means the highest point in an arc. Okay. Right? Whereas like Perigee is the lowest point. And, and uh, it's a... Of aviation term, really. Oh, okay. And because the company was started by my wife and her ex-husband Bruce Jackson, who was a an amateur, he was a pilot. He has his own plane, and um, so I think he came up with it. Okay. And um, <laughs> so I mean, it's the highest point. So it's the highest point in music. It kind of makes sense. You know, the highest point in audio. You're saying you don't produce anymore. Do you miss it? And if so, what producing? do you miss about it? I don't it? miss producing. You don't at all. No. In fact, I. I hated it. I hated producing. What? Because I just didn't, you know, you're kind of stuck between the label and the band and you're trying to get performances out of out of musicians who, uh, you know, and I wasn't, you know, I'm a, sort of a musician, but not a, enough of a musician to be able to go over to a piano and say, oh, try this chord. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like I could hear it in my head, but I can't, I'm not smart enough to do that. <laughs> and not only that, but as a mixer, I've moved worked with so many great producers like Don Was and Tony Berg and these people and and I see how good they are and what they do and I can't really do that well but I tell you what give me a 
uh, some multi-track and, uh, right. and I'll make You'll it make sound good. You'll make the magic good. happen. Well, yeah. I'll make it sound good, well, that's for sure. Well, what you know, do you strive to, to get out of the mix, you know? It, obviously, you want it to sonically be good, but like, is there like some kind of just an it thing that comes out of a mix for you? Well, it's whatever the... the um, the artist or the song is about. This is, it's to me, it's, it's more, especially from working with somebody like Springsteen, is about the narrative of the, of the song. Mm. You know what I mean? You try to, tune into that and enhance it, and don't let anything get in the way, of the the communication between, whatever the song is trying to say, and, the, and the listener. Yeah, that right? essence is really kind of the magic that, yeah, that comes out of the that's music. That's the magic. Then the rest of it's just, you know dressing and you just try to make it everything should should complement that should be part of that and be and enhance it in some way you know? and bob what's next for apogee what's next for the electronics company what's next for you guys uh well they're working on some new products it's it's more for um you know this, this atmos thing is such a become a big thing yeah. right and it's it can be uh hard to for mixers to young mixers to get into to have enough gear to be able to do that because now everybody's mixing at home right. yeah. and so they're working on products first of all so that like people mixing at home on a low budget can can do that with you know the speakers and the everything and uh, the controller and not only that but they want to they're trying to figure out a way that more consumers can can he get that experience without having to wear headphones because the headphone experience it's just a small percentage of what it really sounds like right. when you're on a, in a do proper you miss, room. Do you miss the days of going to the big studios? I know you, I I, I've been fortunate enough to, to be at your home studio yeah, yeah. and also at Apogee, but do you miss going to the big, 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 like legendary studios? Well, it, and I do and I don't. I mean, I do because it's great to run into people and you get this creative input from other people in this that go into the studio. I used to work at A&M, which is now Henson, and um, then Power Station in New York, and Record Plant in LA, and, a few, and in London, there was a bunch of studios I worked at in London. But you'd always run into other people, you know, and find out what everybody's doing in the business. And so I don't, that doesn't really happen anymore. Right. For yeah. DJs, it's like kind of like the way we would go into a record store. And that yeah. was the socializing element right. of, Obviously, you're there to like do your craft, but at the same time, it's like you can connect and get ideas and share. And the other so, like sensory elements, you know, even the smell of a studio, the yeah, smell yeah. of no, a right. record store, you know. I miss that, but on the other hand, it was always, um, you know, you go into a room, you don't know who's been in there last, right? right. And you don't know what equipment works and what doesn't. And uh, I mean, nowadays it's more plug-ins, but still, the the gear's got to work in a right. studio. And now I have full control over it because it's just my own place. And uh, and not only that, but it's totally custom. Right. So I've done things to my studio that don't exist oh, any place so else cool. on the planet. And it's just about me, you know, well, about I'm, my way of working. And I know you've been asked, and speaking of making sure the equipment works, um, you have this beautiful um, Neve console over at Apogee. Apogee, yeah. And I've seen you literally take your fist and oh, yeah. bang it and hit it. And to fix it, like kind of like the old kind of hammer style. Well, talk to anybody that's ever worked on one of those. Well, and sometimes, I'm, and I sometimes know you've been you asked to, to tell the story many times, but can you tell the story about that board? I know it came from. Yeah, well, it, the the studio that I helped design and build in New York called Power Station, 
uh, back in 77, I think it was. Well, that was the first console. The first console we had in Studio A was this 8068 Neve. And um, when we built the Apogee Studio, I wanted one like it. I said, you know, that would be cool to have this old vintage console instead of some new, you know, yeah. silly thing. And uh, so I, I Googled Neve 8068, and then it, this thing came up. It was a, somebody's private website, actually. And uh, it said, yeah, this is the selling this. It's the original console from Studio A, a power station. I said, well, that's exactly the one. Wow. Right, if I can get that back. And um, so I was sort of bidding on it a little bit. And and then my wife, Betty, she knew that's that. She also knew that I wanted an 8068. And uh, which is amazing because I didn't re even remember telling her that. But she, <laughs> Figured it out. This is and, where the story gets a little crazy now. Yeah, and so she had one of her guys looking for it as well and did the same thing, found the same website, and we were sort of bidding against each other. Oh for my a god, bit that's hilarious. And did it without knowing it. Oh she was god. trying to surprise me, you know. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. Well that is sweet that she yeah, was trying to is. surprise you with that, it. I mean, yeah, that's true. So that, who that's won? Amazing. Who won the bid? Um, well, we just ended up you, both talking. You figure to it him. out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it ended up that, that we got it for like five grand less than he was asking for. Oh, nice. Anyway. Good and for that's you. Good. That's good. Really fun. So, the guy was really this guy named Steve Ripley, who unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago. With, no. It's a really nice guy, and and uh, but you actually mixed on that console back in the day. Well, I did. Yeah, I mixed like a lot of the chic stuff, Sister yeah. Sledge. You know, we are family was mixed on that and re recorded and mixed on that. And I think a David Bowie album. Maybe? Uh, Scary Monsters was recorded no. on it. I didn't do that, but it was a, a, yeah. a friend of mine, Larry Alexander, actually recorded that. Wow. And um, well, so we've touched upon um, during this conversation about how the industry has changed a lot. What are your thoughts on AI? <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's beyond beyond me. You know, uh, it's a little scary because it's sort of replacing. People and uh, I don't know how truly creative it can be, and you know, hopefully, when it comes to mixing, then hopefully that's not going to really right. It won't affect cut into you. the work. But, but uh, you know, so there's a lot of things that AI does that, that are, are really good. In fact, um, I have a friend named Peter Jackson. You know, he who directed um, Lord of the Rings movies okay. and, right. and uh, the Beatles Get Back series. He's got a lab in. in um, and they developed this what way, this AI way of separating uh, sounds on one channel, right? Because for the Get Back movie, they were trying to uh, hear conversations they were having. It was all recorded with one boom mic. And so the, the guys would be talking in a corner someplace, maybe playing guitar. But what are they saying? And they figured out how to separate it from all the other sounds. And so they ended up using that. Giles Martin used it for the remix of the Revolver album for the Atmos remix, because that was recorded four track. And I said, uh, he came over for dinner one night, and uh, I said, by the way, you know, I'm about to mix the, the first album for the band, the music from Big Pink, which was also recorded mostly four track. And uh, I said, any chance you could help me out with it? Oh yeah, sure, send it down to my guys and we'll take care of it for you. And you know, like a month later, these things would come back and everything is all split up. Right. And, and How many tracks, tracks were they able to separate that out to? There was drums and keyboards and... So we're talking like a, a few dozen tracks then? Yeah, wow. there'd be like, instead of just a drum track, yeah. it would be bass drum, snare drum. That's cool. I had cymbals, tom-toms. 
I guess the, you know, the, a couple of good things about AI anything. then, you know, where it allows you to really get in and, and tweak those little algorithms. Yeah, so it wasn't being used to create anything. You right. know, it wasn't, wasn't duplicating somebody's voice, sound of somebody's right. voice. Yeah. It was actually the original yeah. elements just separated from what was recorded with them. Same thing with the Beatles track that was re recently right. released and they the were able thing. to separate that out. It was the same exact process. Amazing. Something Amazing. called Mal. They, yeah. they call Mal. Well, Bob, what do you listen to? I'm, man, I'm mixing all the time, so I don't get a chance to listen to much, to be honest. So, <laughs> so you don't get a lot of inspiration from like other musicians, other no. mixers? Not anymore. I used to. You know, when I started out, I used to listen to records all the time. And um, but then you, you just get busy, and it's really hard if you're you're mixing all day. You know, eight or ten hours, and to put on a record. You're like, I don't want to listen to anything yeah. right now. No, I turn <laughs> My on the ears TV are tired. set. You know, that's, that's about it. Yeah. Bob, we appreciate what you do and what you continue to do, and we just ask that you keep doing it. Sure, my, my pleasure. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm not. I can't do anything else. <laughs> I can do some electrical. I'm good, good with electrical. Well, yeah, you, you you have to get in there and, and fix a few things here and there, right? Yeah, and I do mods on the console myself. A lot, yeah. a lot of them. I mean, I have some people that help me, but but the last few things I, I just figured it out myself and did it because my assistant that usually helps wasn't around and there's yeah. some things I really wanted to change. Well, that's the thing. We, we had a, a few people recently that bring up the, the topic of education and you still learn to continue to learn. You do. Well, that's that's what's right. fun about it. I mean, mixing, I'm still learning about yeah. mixing. You know, I'm, I don't know everything. That's for damn If not, sure. you get bored anyways, right? That's that's the cool thing about it. It's like being challenged constantly. Well, that's the thing. Like, if I people say, oh, are you ever going to retire? Well, what? What would I what do? Would you do? Uh, drive me crazy. Right. Are you kidding? Yeah. I, you know, if I have a week without mixing, I, I kind of get a little fidget. You know, I get, it makes me nervous. I love that. Does say, go back and mix another record? <laughs> and he, even if it's funny, because this thing came up this morning with Mix with the Masters. You know, well, what do you do if, if the thing you're mixing you really don't like? Do you ever have to mix things? You, I said, well, that happens. Not all the time. Luck, I'm lucky because yeah. most of the stuff I mix, I really like. But occasionally there'll be something that right, I don't, don't like too much. Yeah. But it doesn't make any difference because it isn't about necessarily the quality of the music. It sometimes it's just about the mix. Like, what can I do with this? How can I make it better? What can right. I add How to I this? Enhance it. You know what I mean? And there's always something that you'll find in there that's interesting, or uh, I'll think of some new little trick. Has there been that latest aha moment that the light bulb has gone on that maybe you were doing it like a certain way for decades and something just switched and you go like, oh, I could do it this way. Right, exactly. Is there something that's come up recently like that for you? Yeah, well, I can think of one thing. You know, I, I always like to put sometimes and some kinds of music like a little delay. With Brian Adams, I used to always, there would always be a little repeat on his voice because he liked the sound of that. And so I would get, get into that. But now with Atmos, you have all these speakers. And so like the first repeat will come back on the two side speakers and then the next one will come back on the rear speakers. And then that would kind of regenerate and I'd go off into more reverb and, you know, so you get this thing, it's almost like like you're in a big a big hall of some sort. And, you know, I kind of, whenever I go to a, a rock show, I'm not just listening to the band, but I'm listening to what's coming, bouncing off the walls right. and the ceiling. Yeah. 
You know, so I tend to try to create that. Can you turn it off when you're at a show? Actually listening to the band and watching them perform, more than likely they're going to be friends of yours that you've known for a long time. Usually, yeah. But can you shut off, like, what's going on with the mix? And kind of, like, enjoy. Yeah, and enjoy just literally enjoy the music. Sometimes I can, yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. And when I'm listening to records, I mean, I, I usually, unless it's... That's why I like to listen to oldies, because, you know... It's more, it just reminds me when I was a kid or something like that, but I don't, I'm not thinking about the mix. Right. You know, or anything like that. You know. Thank you so much, Bob, seriously, for taking the time. I know you're super busy. The Apogee booth is super busy right now, full of yeah. a lot of people, so. <laughs> that's just them, I don't know. Uh, well, well, like, I love walking up thing. to the booth, and everybody, there's always people around you mm. wanting to take photos, because you're an inspiration to many, and we all appreciate what you've done for many, many wow, years. Thanks, you know. It's weird, because I'm just a knob twiddler, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that, the fact that, yeah, I tend to lately been more and more visible you know, I sit in a little dark room, and right. <laughs> it's not that dark, You're actually. like, leave me in my dark corner, yeah. please. <laughs> you know? Well, Bob, we thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Thanks. My pleasure. Thanks sure. for asking me thank to do you. this. Yeah. yeah, nice to meet you yeah. guys. Billy, are you are you gonna buy me a mixing console? I would really like a Neve console también. Oh sure, of course. <laughs> with the budget that we have with Pirita and Musica, any console you want, buddy. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I also want a Ferrari and I want a big mansion and yeah, a yacht. <laughs> todo lo que tú quieras, amigo. You deserve it oh, all. So why not? You. Okay. Well, clearly, clearly, I can understand sarcasm when I hear it. I can. <laughs> I can figure it out. I'm I'm not as stupid as I look. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, of course, I'm being a little sarcastic, but Raul, I can get you something else, something that you actually are going to use all the time as well, and it's going to be okay. really good for Pili Raul and La Musica and all of your okay. radio shows and everything that you do. I can get you some microphones, and not only any oh. microphone. I'm talking about... Sure microphones, los mejores. I would love one. So, okay, well, then that means we're going to talk with somebody that's in the know of the micros. You know it. Here is our interview from NAM with Nelson Arreguin. Let's do from it. Sure Microfonos. All right, so we are here with Nelson Arreguin, Sure Microphones. ¿Qué pasa, señor? Muy bien, I'm good. I'm, I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I know. You have you, no idea. You've been like a supporter since day one of the uh, podcast. We and see you like in special locations like the LAMC or NAM, which is where we are right now, which is like the biggest music show in the world. And of course, Nelson has to be here. Well, yeah, sure is a little bit of a music merchant. So I think you guys qualify, you know? Yeah, we're, we're sure here. Is. Uh, we sure are. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I just, it's a delight to be with you guys. I miss you guys so much. I get to see you, like Billy said, only on special occasions. Let's change that. But uh, man, Nam allows me to be here. So, all right. So Nam's been through a lot. Sure's been through a lot. You've been here how many years? I just turned 18, so I can legally drink. Oh wow! <laughs> in Canada, you cannot in Canada. Leave. In Puerto Rico, you can legally drink. In Puerto Rico. 18, you can drink. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, damn, yeah. not here. But 18. how many Nam shows have you been to? 18. 18? Yeah, 18. I've been wow. in uh, over 20 years in the industry. I mean, yeah. I started uh, 
small retail, well, I'll say legendary retail shop in Chicago uh, called Midwest Stereo Pro Sound and Lighting. Shout out to Sammy Lavi. Um, <laughs> taught me everything I know. No, uh, you know, learned a lot about audio at this store, and a lot of touring DJs would come to our store. We've made a lot of relationships, and you know, I don't know, one thing led to, oh, I went to school, graduated, hated my job, quit that, went back to the store, started doing inventory, and I was counting our, the DJ needles, and there was sure, you know, a bunch of sure needles there. I turned it around, and sure, Niles, Illinois. I'm like, why didn't I know this? Why didn't I not, like, put it's two in your two backyard. It's in my backyard? So long story short, 18 years later, here I am, and I'm managing um, events for North America, uh, and yeah, so. Well, we always give Sure a shout out um, at the outro of our podcast because, like Raul said, you've always been a big supporter, and all the microphones that we use are Sure microphones. What, um, I know you're a good friend of Raul, but what made you want to support us? Well, I am a lover of Latin music, first and foremost. I mean, my. Growing up, born and raised in Chicago, but my house was a Mexican household. Uh, and I had cousins much older than me, I come from a huge Mexican family. And I heard all kinds of music, you know? The, the English rock, American rock, salsa, merengue, yeah, We talk cumbia. about that all the time. We're, it's, we, we are, we're all so lucky that we, ha we get to have such a diverse library of music. Yeah, we're so lucky, we're sí. blessed. Yeah. And, and it hasn't all been Latin. We've even done some Anglo artists yeah, and, you know, yeah. the, the whole mix of everything is like just, we're just bombarded we're so with diverse. music all the time. Right. We're just so diverse. Right. All right. So, so. But, but hold on. I've been a fan of Raul, obviously, because I, I heard him. Who um, isn't? I, I know. But then, like, sure started supporting the LEMC and here's Raul coming as, like, the host. And I was like, oh, man, that guy's so cool. I love his, I love his radio station. And then I see Pili and Te Para. I was a, a fan of Te Para Tres. Oh, and, no, you, you know. I don't know if I knew that. No, I, you Who know. Is it? Who isn't? Right. So all these worlds kind of came together, and, you know, I, I made sure that Sure was there to support, you know, the young Latin artists coming out. So one thing led to another. All those years supporting the LMC and, and working with you, like with Raul, and then he's like, I, You gotta meet Pili. I'm like, What? Yes, of course. And so. then we also have the mutual bond over house music. That's true. You know, oh, dude, I just ran into DJ Sneak. Oh, no. Yeah, awesome. Chicago yeah. native, right? And we were out there. And it's like one of those kind of things. You come to NAM and you never know who you're going to bump into. Right. And I want to know, like, who's the craziest person that you've ever bumped into at NAM? I mean, 18 years, I'm sure you've seen yeah. a lot of cool people. Who's, like, the yeah, wildest the memory? Wildest memory? Man, I mean, you come across TV Wonder here. You can, I mean, Sinbad was around. <laughs> yeah. The last time we walked out of the Sure booth, I ran into Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins, yeah. I mean, and they all... They all Bootsy I mean, baby. Yeah. They all come to our booth. You know, they're all Sure fans. So it's just... It, you never know what to expect at them. So, I mean... It's been the, the craziest thing here. All right. So on the business side of things, obviously COVID hit hard and yeah. there was no NAM shows for a couple of years. Yeah. But do you see it coming back to kind of like full force and full strength what it used to be? This year finally feels like it. It's, oh, been, it's, been, it's been slow, um, you know, and, and NAM will be the first to kind of say that as well. Oh, yeah. But feeling the floor, you know, being in our booth back, you know, and also back in January, I think plays a major role. Uh, and this is the busiest I've, I've seen in a few years post-COVID. I was just at CES a couple weeks ago at this point. Same thing, same energy. 
the floor was packed. People were excited to go back out and see the new the new tech. You know, so we're excited to be out as well. I mean, it's important yeah. for us to have these, these face-to-face opportunities with our customers. Yeah. And that, you know, for us, when we go to shows, we don't send hired guns. You're talking to the sure engineers, you're talking to the product specialists, and you'll see nothing but passion. You'll hear nothing but passion talking to us about our brand, about our products, and about our friends that, you know, we get to see at these events like you guys. So NAM is a couple of days. Is there a specific day that you feel is strongest or more fun and why? Well, that's a great question. You know, this is a um, industry show. So for the most part, a lot of industry gets, or a lot of business gets t- taken care of the first couple days. But I think the weekend is cool because I, they started opening it up to, to some of the public. And that's where you really start talking to fans of, of the brand and stuff like that. The other stuff is business, and you know we're here to conduct business, and and that's obviously important. But we're 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 road people. We're you know we're musicians. We're so we like talking to people that have the same interests as we do, and that's when on the weekends when you know that happens. I might want your job in my next life. I mean, how fun! I want your job. What are you talking I, I, about? I, I, that's why I said in my next life because I love my my job in this life. It's so fun. But you get to like meet cool people all the time. Yeah. You get to talk about something that you're passionate about all the time. Yeah. What's the newest Sure product out there that you're really excited about and why? Newest Sure product? Hmm, no, there's a lot I can't talk about, so we won't go oh, there. <laughs> we won't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, well, well, we're big fans of the SM7B, as, yeah. as you know. Yeah. And then I remember vividly Nelson said, I got some big news coming. There's a new version coming, or well, you didn't even say that. You yeah. go like, just something very special is coming. Then when it came out, I put up a picture of the microphone, yeah. the new SM7 DB, mm-hmm. and everybody's all like, "Oh, how is it? How does it sound? How does it work?" And blah blah blah. It's like, yeah. So you guys are definitely on the forefront of technology and pushing the the industry forward. Yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah, SM7 DB. Uh, I think it was in October, uh, that September October that it launched, um, and. You know, it's perfect for people live streaming, and that's big right now, right? Like, even musicians like live stream. We took a chance at this show, putting a live stream station, you know, at, at, at NAM because we've done it at TwitchCon and it's been really successful for us. Obviously, gamers are streaming live, right? But musicians do that too. So we're educating people here at the show how to, you know, do that properly with the best mics, of course. Um, so we're excited about that. Education is key for us, but as far as products, I mean, we at, at NAM we just launched um, SLXD portables. So for SLXD wireless system, now you can have a plug-in transmitter. You can have, uh, you know, um, uh, I'm sorry, battery-mounted uh, receiver. So it's a lot of really cool stuff that we're launching here at NAM. Wow. Yeah. Any new music genres that you're excited about? Ooh, I've been on. I, I, I've been having an affair with tropical music. <laughs> tropical, okay. Tropical is a. I know, I know all of tropical, it. Tropical, like salsa. Yeah, well, I mean all of it. Salsa. And, like, music coming out of Dominican Republic for me right now has been really, really interesting. So just, I'm very curious. Anything tropical? I guess because I'm from Chicago and it's hella cold. It's so cold over there. <laughs> Last week was like negative thirty, and there were like uh, ice, ice quakes. So like where the. It's so cold that the concrete starts cracking. Like, not even because water's underneath it and pushing it up. It's just like, 
Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll stay here in Southern California. <laughs> Be, being on radio, I like to kind of listen to what other stations are doing, specifically in different parts of the U.S. And I can't remember the station that I was listening to in Chicago. I might have been BEZ, WBEZ. Yeah. WBZ. And the, the, the anchor comes on and says, today we're going to have a high of one. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I was all like, one. Yeah. We're like, we're, we're like freezing over there if it's like 60. Yeah. And you guys are, oh yeah, today's going to be a high of one. Yeah. <laughs> I could not believe it. I was yeah. all like. You get in the car and it's like, you'll see a zero or a negative four. But then that's not the, that's the beginning of the story. Right? Yeah. Then like you hear the news and they're like, feels like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, with the yeah. wind. Yeah, yeah. with the wind <laughs> off the lake and it's like negative 15. So I, I understand why you would want to listen to tropical music. Dance un poquito salsa, un poquito de merengue. It just warms you up. Puts me in a mindset. I'm stuck in traffic. I see everybody with their, you know, jackets on, earmuffs. Yeah. You barely see their I, eyes. I was going to say, you probably don't even see any of them because no. they're like covered. They're fully covered. The other question I have is what's up with Sonora Santanera? What's going on there, Nelson? Because oh, I know you, outside of working for sure, you work with a couple of cool artists like Lila Downs in the past, yeah. Sonora Santanera. What's going on there? Um, you know, during the pandemic, my dad was turning 70 and we wanted to throw him a really cool party. So, you know, we were talking to my mom and she's like, well, how about La Sonora Santanera? He loves that band. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let me give him a call and see what happens. <laughs> you know? uh, but yeah, I give him a call and they're like, hey, we're down, you know, we'll just need a little help with certain things and we'll, we can make this happen. Um, it was a new challenge uh, for me, but I like getting things done out of nothing, you know? So are you still part of like their management team? Are you well, still working with them? We're planning on bringing them again to the States. We had a really awesome show with them um, a couple years now ago in Chicago. Just, and they also played my dad's party. Yeah, again. Um, <laughs> and they had a great time, and we had a great time. And the fans, most importantly, were just so thrilled to have them in Chicago. I don't remember how long it was since they've been to Chicago. But then they're like, well, let's do a tour. Let's do, you know, so it's in the works. It's like one big yeah. thing to an yeah. yeah. Speaking about Latin musicians, we're super surprised that there's not a lot of Latin musicians at NAMM performing. Why is that? Do you know? Oh, man, that's another passion um, thing for me. I don't really have much control of who NAMM brings, right. but um, yeah, that's why we started our company. It's called Aquario Entertainment. Um, because we're we want to bring Latin music, you know, and, and a lot of people are bringing Latin music. Don't get me wrong, but it, we want to plug them in where they're not playing, right? right? In the rooms that people don't aren't used to seeing them in. Like here, I mean, we, yeah. last time we were here, Juanes was here, but I think that was like the only in Los Lobos. Juanes, Los Lobos, yeah. and there was a few other artists like scattered. I mean, everybody does their little showcase, and, yeah. but but you know, it's 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 almost like too low key. Like you yeah, can't. Yeah, we need more representation Latina yeah. here. hundred percent, I agree. But in the meantime, they have us. Raúl and Billy, what's up? And you, and you, as Latinos. Yes. No, I was gonna say that I we know that you're super busy, and we were we we picked just so you guys know we just picked Nelson up at the shore. Uh, exhibit we were like let's go say hi to nelson and we stole him he's yes. like uh, so i know you have to get back that the the shore booth was so packed it's always oh, yeah. so packed people are testing every microphone they're having so much fun you guys are giving great giveaways so we don't want to take much of your, of your time but thank you for 
you know, for believing in us from the beginning. Five years into it, yeah. we're celebrating five years of Pili Raul en la Musica, and it was all born here, right here at NAM. Yeah, so we were walking around, and that's when I bumped into Pili, and we bumped into each other, and we're like, well, you say, you, you, you immediately said, like, yeah, yeah, well, we have been talking about it for a long time. I, we, we, we share this story often, but... I was always like, Raul, you and I need to, because you've seen on a, you've seen us on stage yeah. at LAMC. I'm like, yeah. we have something really cool happening. I'm like, we need to work. So, let's work. Let's do something together. Let's do something together. And then when we bumped into each other, we were like, podcast interviews with friends yes. and family that we've known for a lot of years. So, and speaking of like, what's next for sure? Like, we'll, you know, if you in in a quick little bit, what's the what's the next thing that's happening with sure? Um, you know, we're really excited about. The show business being back on, you know, we're we're excited about the products that we're gonna launch coming, you know, coming up to support that to, you know, reach new audiences, teach people, and inspire the next generation of, of musicians and content creators and in general creatives. You know, we're just we want to be in tune with them. We want to, you know, we have a saying: we get it. You know, we got you, and then you got this. So that's that's really our plan moving forward and. You know, we're excited. We're going to try to be in more places, you know, talking to more people, different sizes, whether we're in a big booth like we're here at NAM or we're in a little pop-up. We just want to be by our by our fans, by our customers, and by people that we you know, want to support. So that's what's up. Well, we appreciate what you do, Nelson. We see the Sure brand all over the world. We've gone to, you know, Viva Latino, and there's a pop-up there backstage, and people are recording and doing sessions, and it's just a lot of fun. So congrats on everything and just continued success. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm so honored to be on this podcast right now. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I remember you guys talking about it at NAM. And I'm like, ooh, that would be so cool. I hope they really do this. And, you know, five years? Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And they're all, I mean, everybody, please go back, listen to everything. Because, like, they're all really, really awesome. You learn so much of really cool stuff because people just have casual, honest conversations with you guys. Yeah, it's so easy to talk to you because it feels like you're talking to a friend, which you guys are, you know. Yay. Thank you. We appreciate that. We love that. We'll see you in one of our live events. Yes, please. Thank you so much. sit down with a friend because Nelson like we said we've known Nelson for about I don't know 15 years now and well, I know mucho tiempo and the fact that he's been able to support Billy Raul La Musica from the beginning because all of our mics are from Shure Microphone I travel with one of my mics it's a Shure mic right now I'm using the Shure MV7 so thank you Nelson for always supporting us Un viejo amigo, pero Raúl, you also bumped into an old friend of yours, right, from the DJ world? Well, yeah, you know, because Nam is just everything. And, you know, we were all like, okay, you're going to go check out this. I'm going to go check out the DJs. And I was looking for the Pioneer DJ booth, and I ran into a dear friend who I've known for a long time. And actually, the first time I went to Nam, well, one of the first times I went to Nam is when I was working for Public Enemy. Right. And their DJ, Terminator X, who stepped away many years back, the person that took over his slot was DJ Lord. And he's yeah. still with them. And now he's with Cypress Hill as well. He does a 
bunch of solo work. I ran into him along with Peyote Cody, who's also a dear friend. So cool. And we chatted a little bit about DJ culture. Check it out as we continue right now. Pili Raul la Musica, all the way from NAM 2024. Oh man, I am here at NAM for Pili Raul la Musica with DJ Lord, one of the most ridiculous turntablists on the planet for Cypress Hill, of course, for Public Enemy. But, you know, I was telling you right now, man, they, your DJ skills, they're, they're okay, man, they're okay. But your skills on social media, off the fucking meter. <laughs> Bruh. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm here at NAM, and uh, this is one of the first times in a long time that I had days off. Shouts out to the Cypress Hill crew for taking two months off. <laughs> was able to book my ticket for NAM, and here I'm meeting seeing so many friends after so many years and enjoying myself and geeking out on all the gear. I'm having a great time, bro. And that guy, Peyote Cody. Yeah, Peyote Cody. Peyote yeah. Cody's yeah. in the house. Hey, what's up, Mr. Campos? Look at that, I'm beer in his fucking hand. I'm here with Lord. I go, hey. of course you are. Of course you are. That's my, Lost that's Control my Radio back in the day. You know, lost control but, radio. But man, so how is Nam treating you? I mean, you're obviously it's it's chaos here, and I was literally going to the Pioneer booth, and I have no clue where it is. But I'm all like, it's got to be here somewhere. But I'm all, how is Nam treating you? Nam's treating me great. Like I said, I saw a lot of friends here, a lot of my fam. And uh, are you I looking for anything in particular? Like oh, you know, the beat junkies, bro. They had me at one o'clock and did a showcase there, freestyle as fuck. Rocked out with that. Shouts out to Mr. Shock Babu. Oh, yeah. Those Melody. Homies, homies. Brett Maddock. And um, went out to Reloop. Said what's up to Nicole. Shouts out to Nicole and Reloop. And yeah, Nick. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man, it's treating me great. I'm, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like a family reunion. Yeah. After so many years, you see your uncles, you see your cousins that you didn't know you had, you see other cousins that you knew you had, and it's a family affair. That's what it is. Affair. It's really everybody gets together, you know. Everybody's always on tour. Everybody's always out and about. Yeah. And then coming back to LA. I mean, obviously you're Atlanta, but you know, ATL. it's all good. It's all good. How's 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 hot Atlanta? I'm between ATL and LA, so okay. you know, Cypress Hill fam, yeah. LA. So I spend a lot of time there. But yeah, I'm here doing it and extended family. All right. So I gotta ask you, obviously. You know, there's all the talk about AI. There's a talk about technology's always changing. Yes. How's DJ culture acclimating to all that shit? It's 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 doing its thing, and I'm very proud of uh, a lot of the newer DJs that are embracing it. I'm more proud of the OG DJs that are not shunning shunning it away and right. going into a box and saying that. Oh, back in my day, yeah, I used to walk to school in eight feet of snow with no shoes on. You know the thing, you, 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 you got to get in where you fit in, man, and you don't want to be left behind like the dinosaurs. And you see what happened to them. Yeah. The technology is a beautiful thing, but you can't you, you 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 can't neglect the fundamentals. You can't neglect the old school. You can't neglect the pioneers. You can't neglect vinyl. You got to pay your dues, and you got to start with the foundation before you go into the Jetsons yep, yep, yep. level. It's all about the skills exactly. first, right? The foundation, exactly. the fundamentals. So that's well, where I'm at with Lord, that. Lord, hey, much respect to you. You are a trendsetter, you are an innovator, you are a pioneer, and we just much respect for you. Thank you, man.
Raul, that's like the perfect example of why NAM is so magical. Because you get to bump into colleagues, you know, people that you haven't seen in such a long time. Like when you and I bumped totally, into NAM and, totally, and totally. came up with Pili Raul and La Musica. So that was a really cool interview. So glad you got to to do that and see them. And it's always unexpected. Like I said, literally, I was walking like kind of lost because as... Oh, God, it's so overwhelming. When you go to NAM, <laughs> so it is overwhelming. There is sensory overload Full. everywhere and Full. you don't know where to look music's coming from different ways different sides and then somebody yells your name like raul or billy yeah you so know fun. and it's like so yeah it's really cool and then going there with juanito with guillo diana and really kind of getting a different perspective from different people and then we run into david that's right david from rumba madre he, I love David because he's from Spain, but he's married to a Puerto Rican, and he has this really cool band. <laughs> they're they're based out of Monterrey, but Monterrey, California, not Monterrey, Mexico. In this episode, we wanted to bring you guys a little snippet, a little taste of all the types of musicians and people in the music industry that visit NAM, right? So we bring you an engineer, which is like a legendary engineer, Bob totally Clear Mountain, Bob. right? <laughs> then we got a DJ, yeah. a legendary DJ as well. And now we have an up-and-coming artist, and we wanted to get a better perspective of what it is for an up-and-coming artist like David from Rumba Madre to visit NAM. Here it is. Aquí en vivo desde el NAM Show 2024 nos encontramos con David Vila de Rumba Madre. ¡The Rumba Madre! The Rumba Madre! Ok, David, eres músico, le estás pidiendo a todo el mundo que por favor no le toquen el coño. Efectivamente, eso es un principio filosófico fundamental. 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 No me no, toques el coño. No le toques coño. el coño a la gente sin su consentimiento. Okay. Yo que soy mexicano, explícame. Yo, yo no... ¿Qué es el, el coño? coño bueno, eh, el coño es esa parte... Imagínate lo que podría ser el coño. Femenino. Usa tu imaginación. No tengo imaginación, me tienes que no, decir. No, bueno, está entre el ombligo y las rodillas. Ah, ok, ok, ok. <risa> en, esa, en esa zona. Es parte. área, es área. Okay. Y David tiene una camisa que dice no me toques el coño. Sí, y yo esta, digo no me toques el coño, coño. Claro, esta camisa la compré en, en Cádiz, en España. Y, y bueno, son expresiones, de, digamos, eh, que ahora están muy de, en boga de temas feministas, por lo que está diciendo, consentimiento, etcétera. Pues no claro, me, sí, 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 me encanta, yeah. me encanta, yeah, me encanta. Yeah. Ok, ¿este es tu primer NAM o este es tu NAM número qué? No, este es el primero que vengo aquí en, 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 en Los Ángeles. Eh, he estado, yo vivía en Nashville, estuve en Nashville. De hecho, de Rumba Madre, la banda se formó ahí en Nashville. Todos músicos latinos, pero en el corazón de la música country. Y este es el primero que vengo aquí. O sea, ¿Qué te ha parecido? Uy, me parece, vamos, apoteósico. Mucha gente, me he cruzado con gente que conozco así repentinamente de países de... Yo vivía en Inglaterra, soy de España, entonces me he cruzado gente de todos los lugares que digo, ¿qué hacen aquí? aquí. Muy internacional. ¿Con quién fue la persona que se te explotó la cabeza? Que, wow, tú estás aquí y, o que no has conectado, que no has hablado. Bueno, con ha habido una, unos amigos con los que, que de España, pero que estu estudiaban, estudiamos juntos música en Londres. Y, o sea, que son de España, pero nos conocimos en Londres y están aquí dentro. ¡Ay, qué bien! Y esto es todo así random que te lo encontraste. Sí, o sea, yo no sabía ni que venían y, y de repente me dijeron, ¿tú estás ahí? Sí, estoy aquí. Y luego gente que pones un post ¿no? en Instagram y me dicen, ¿estás aquí? Estoy aquí, ¿tú también? Sí. ¿Qué tú crees que significa una conferencia como, como NAM para un músico como tú? Pues para mí, como parte de, de Rumba Madre, sobre todo, me, me parece que es un lugar para conocer gente y hacer conexiones 
y conexiones que me gusta que son eh, orgánicas. O sea, pues como nosotros que estamos hablando ahora. O sea, no conexiones de estas, digamos, de, de estar eh, molestando y buscando y luego te hago un favor y tú me haces un favor, sino como que te encuentras gente que viene con un espíritu realmente orgánico, como natural. Y, ¿Y qué buscas de NAM? O sea, ¿vienes a NAM y qué, qué es lo que buscas? O sea, ¿qué, qué instrumento tocas? Yo toco la, la, bueno, toco la guitarra, es mi instrumento principal. Luego toco el tres cubano, en, okay. cuando, sobre todo cuando tocaba más música cubana. Toco la, la gaita gallega, que es como backpipes, sí, la pandereta. Yeah, wow. <risas> y, y bueno, me interesan muchas músicas. La música de Puerto Rico me interesa un montón. Eso. Porque, eh, de Puerto Rico. Puertorriqueña. De pura cepa. Bueno, pues yo, yo casi soy de juncos. ¿De verdad? Mi esposa es de juncos y mi hija también. Ay, qué bien. Puerto Rico, obviamente, una isla hermosa. Por último. Bellísima. David, ¿qué significa NAM? O sea, eh, la, las iniciales, ¿a qué se refieren? <risas> National... Uh, amicable meeting uh, mates. Perfect. Yeah, 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 I like that. Muy bien. National amicable meeting mates. Yep. Perfect. 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 I think, I think perfect. that's what it means. That's I think that's 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 bueno, eh, no, la tuya, la tu versión mejor, me gusta. Me gusta la tuya mejor. <risa> David, dale, gracias. That was so much fun, Philly, and I'm almost bummed that it's only once a year because I would love to just hang out with everybody so frequently and as often as possible. But you know what? It, it, it really is a family reunion when you get to NAMM, especially if you're a music junkie, if you're an engineer that you want the best, the latest, the newest, the greatest. That really is what NAMM is all about. It really is. And the energy there is, I don't know, you can't really describe it. It's really cool. So We're hoping that this episode brought to you straight from NAM gives you a glimpse into the world of NAM and maybe we'll see you there next year. If you're a musician, you're aspiring, you're an engineer, you're a producer, or maybe you're a, a, a store and you want to carry some of the equipment. I mean, this is really for you and really for us, Billy. This is where the beginning of Philly, Raul, and La Musica happened. So it was great to go back with you, Philly, and obviously Diane and Gio and Juanito and everybody, but even like Alex, Alex Funk, who's our engineer who's editing and mixing these episodes, we could have taken out a lot of that background noise now because with the technology what you can do with audio but we really wanted to bring you the sounds and the energy yes. of nam so you're hearing all the stuff going on in the background on occasion you hear drummers going Eso. or guitars playing that's what it's about that's yes. what it's about it's a full energy and the full experience of nam thank you guys so much for listening and um welcome to season number seven of pilita la musica we can't wait to take you on this amazing musical ride so buckle up and remember to follow us on all of our socials including instagram youtube and facebook pilita la musica dm us let us know what artists or what type of episodes you'd like to hear aquí en pilita la musica raul i'll see you next time see you later pili ciao